Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning, Sherwood family and friends, those that are gathering with the Sherwood home gatherings. Uh, Glad to see you this morning. And good morning, pastors. How are you this morning? Awesome. Awesome. Ready to go. Ready? All right. Uh, we're, jo- we're joined this morning, and we're going to introduce our guest a little bit again, but he's a returning guest uh, back again, our district superintendent for the Church of the Nazarene in the Canada Atlantic District. I said those two things backwards. Let me see if I can get that right again. The Canada Atlantic District. Why don't you just tell me what you who Canada are you? Canada Atlantic District Church of the Nazarene District Superintendent. I guess I'm just nervous to have you here this morning, Pastor. Man, I'm a scary guy. No, it's nice nice to have you here. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that um, uh, we would love to hear if you have any prayer requests. Is there anything that you know of in your own life or around that we could be praying for? And if so, let us know in the chat if you feel comfortable doing that, or you could reach out to us through our website at uh, www.naspei.com. Also, have you liked our Facebook page recently? Because you really should, and I'll tell you why. It's so that you can get notified when we go live with any kind of content, whether it's our Sunday morning content or pictures or graphics that go up throughout the week. If you'd like to be notified of when those happen through your Facebook page, make sure you like our Facebook page. And why don't you click the share button on this post so that you can help us spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to your friends that are on Facebook. It's never been easier to do that. Also want to remind you that at 1130 today, there'll be a repeat of this podcast on YouTube. And for those that are not on Facebook, um, they could watch us there on YouTube as well and participate through there in the chat, just like you're doing here. So if you know someone that's not on Facebook, but is on YouTube, send them to us. Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. The other and final thing I want to make mention of is if you don't enjoy watching video, but you love listening to audio, then you can find us on any podcast player of choice. We are pretty much everywhere. Again, just search up the Sherwood online or Sherwood Church of the Nazarene and you'll find us and can listen to us that way. I believe that's all I have for introductory statements. Why don't we get into our daily declaration, gentlemen? And it reads like this. It says, today I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory. Pastor Dave, why don't you take it away? Well, good morning, Sherwood family, watching across Prince Edward Island and from coast to coast today. We are located in the great city of Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, the cradle of Confederation. And it's a delight to have you join us this morning. I just got a video picture uh, that came in a couple of minutes ago from one of our very first Sherwood at Home gatherings. Mm. Uh, So a shout out this morning to the McDonald Home located on uh, Marjorie Crescent in Stratford, just around the corner from where we live. So as you're gathered there today, may God bless you. Mm -hmm. And I believe uh, some other home groups are already uh, beginning. We're going to be announcing them uh, as the weeks go by. So again, thank you for being here today. And a special welcome to our district superintendent, Pastor Mark Collins. I'm going to have some conversation with him in just a moment. But as we uh, get underway this morning, let's uh, pray Mm. and seek God's blessing and presence. 
Pray with me. Lord Jesus, this morning, we thank you for this resurrection day. We celebrate your life and your work in our hearts and in our lives and in our homes. And I pray that across this nation today, as we gather together, that your Holy Spirit would come and fill us, renew us, transform our hearts and lives, I pray. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the privilege of uh, being online today in the mediums that we have in this day to share the gospel and to bring good news to all people. So bless us as we meet together this morning. And I uh, pray for those who are in particular need today. Uh, just a prayer request come in already this morning for a Melanie in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I pray awesome. your uh, healing touch upon her body, soul, and spirit. And so reach out and infect our lives with your presence today, I pray. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We had uh, a great week, celebrated Canada Day, mm -hmm. our first ever Canada Day drive-through. That, that was a significant event. That was a lot of fun. And I was on freezy duty. Well, my, my, my vehicle was on freezy duty. And we had a great time handing out freezies to people. So this brings us to our icebreaker, gentlemen, which is... What did you do on Canada Day? And those that are listening and watching uh, from home, please feel free to participate. Let us know, what did you do for Canada Day? We'd love, love to hear from you. Well, I, I went uh, to the uh, Canada Day drive-thru at the church. It feels like you're cheating. I, I know, I and I have, I have the pictures to prove it, too. Yeah. So just in case anybody was wondering where I was, that's where I was. And got to meet uh, a lot of the folks uh, who came through. I think we had well over 80 people, maybe upwards of 100. So it was a great day and lots of fun. I, I, needed very, I need to very quickly just quickly say, I think it's Jaden uh, who's in chat right now. Hi, Jaden. And if it's Harmony, hi, Harmony. And it, again, if it's Mandy it's talking to her father, then hello, Dave. There, I've hedged my bets. Canada Day for me, I did the same thing, except I kind of abandoned my post an awful lot and kind of went walking around. And my kids really held it down, and I think Mandy held it down as well. And I wound up giving tours inside the church because people have heard that uh, that we did some painting and they wanted to see the stage. So I kind of became a tour guide, so to speak. So in other words, you were working the crowd. I was I was working the crowd, you know, greeting and social distancing and high-fiving from a distance and, and taking them in and out of the church. Oh, we got uh, Diane Weatherby was golfing. Oh, man. Well, Pastor Mark, what did you do? Well, you know, I would have come to uh, Sherwood Church of the Nazarene for Canada today, but I didn't get invited. Well, wait a minute now. I couldn't get across the bridge, I guess. So. <laughs> So I, I would have been here otherwise, but instead of doing that, I tell you, went out to Big Lake Camp, Ooh. sat on the on the seashore or the side of the lake there, just kind of watched the looms and went uh, kayaking a little bit and, and lived on the the wild times, sitting on the side of the lake. That's what I did. Uh, it was very, a great day. Very nice. We should say uh, to Chris and Kim Lee, they celebrated their 21st uh, wedding anniversary on Canada Day. And so uh, happy belated uh, anniversary to you guys. And they went to the preserve, the preserve Company and they did some kayaking. Let's see. What else we got coming in here? 
Uh, Larry Sider spent the Canada Day at the cottage at Red Point. And Georgina Vardy, Canada Day camping, campfire, sparklers, and glow sticks. And they went with the McDonald family. Oh, nice. Jaden said he spent it helping cut the freezies. He sure did. Uh, Don McLeod handing out those, uh, you know, stick on tattoos, pins, and candies, and got to see the church family. Uh, let's see, Gordon, Deb, Christie. They were invited to a Canada Day barbecue with friends. Oh, you could have invited us, Deb. We'd have gone. We love Canada Day barbecue. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Richard or Richard. I, I always get confused living in PEI now. It could either be Richard or Richard. I never know. So I'll hedge my bets and say both. But they took part in the drive through as well. It was great to see them. Uh, good morning, Karen Barkley and uh, Pastor Frank. Nice to see you guys. There, I think that's kind of the, the gist of what's been going on. All right. Well, that uh, has already come and gone, but a, a wonderful day, no matter where we are or the things we did. Uh, Pastor Mark, sounds like you were just, just chilling on the lake. Mm. Just chilling on the lake. That's exactly awesome. it. Great. Well, welcome, uh, Pastor Mark, this morning. Uh, so where might you be today? Well, today, actually, I'm in Sherwood. I'm across the hall from you. How about you do that? <laughs> Oh, I, that wall looks familiar. That wall does look familiar. That window as well. Yes, yeah. uh, you you made uh, your first overseas trip in a little while to come here today. Uh, you're here for a couple of reasons. Uh, of course, uh, one is to be on the podcast again. But this afternoon is my quadrennial review as the pastor of this church. That's so, uh, looking forward to that and praying the Lord's direction and leading as we uh, move forward together in mm-hmm. uh, in the kingdom work. Uh, a lot has happened since you were on the podcast before in March. We were just adjusting to uh, a new reality, and mm-hmm. now some time's gone by. So share with us a little bit some of the updates uh, across the district and even globally, we're, we're an inner, uh, global family, and we're all impacted with both challenges and opportunities. Uh, share a little bit with us today. Sure. <clears throat> well, the, uh, let's start first around the world. Um, as, as you know, and, and many people know, that every, every four years, the, the Church of the Nazarene has a, a global gathering called General Assembly. And um, tens of thousands of people will come in from all around the world. It's there's only a few cities in North America that are actually large enough to hold this. Uh, and uh, But the Board of General Superintendents have actually canceled it. Um, the, the General Assembly for next year is what it was supposed to have been. And this is an important event. It's an event that is a legislative event for the church. It's an event that brings the whole family together. We see faces we don't normally see from people in places that we would probably never be able to go visit uh, from creative access countries to, well, hundreds of countries around the world all gather in, but it's canceled, unfortunately, because of the COVID situation. But the interesting thing as to why it's canceled now, when we say, well, COVID is perhaps uh, flattening out or there's a, there's a general um, uh, immunity developing, uh, however, it's just now going into India and it's just now going into Bangladesh and many parts of Africa are just now beginning this. And the the financial uh, trauma that's happening in some of these countries who don't have the type of support that our country has, uh, 
is, is going to be absolutely decimating. It's going to, to create a, a situation in the world of uh, unprecedented trauma. Uh, so this is something that we, we really need to keep in prayer because we, so often we, we, we live in a, in, a, in a nice place in Atlantic Canada, Prince Edward Island, as I was driving in early this morning, uh, beautiful place, you know, wonderful yards and, and the crops are coming up, some potatoes I saw blooming. In other parts of the world where the, where the church family resides, a lot of death, a lot of hunger, there is no chance to isolate. There is no chance to self-isolate in India or Bangladesh or many parts of Africa. And what this will mean is unprecedented trauma and death is, is coming on the world. But we're, we're, we're a long ways into it, but we're, we are isolated financially and, and in a good way. So, so just I, I would ask everyone, if you could, make that a matter of prayer for people around the world who don't have the luxury of our financial isolation that we have. So then uh, district-wise, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, people have been asking, what about Big Lake Camp? Where, where does that leave us? Is it open? Is it going to open? Are we going to have youth camp, family camp, children's camp, uh, any of the camps that we've had in the past? And so far, the government has said on, print, on Nova Scotia that we have to follow Nova Scotia laws, of course. Uh, <clears throat> but they've said that we can be open for the seasonal campers. So that's all up and running, which is which is good. <clears throat> the the overnight campers, they're not opening up any campgrounds in Nova Scotia for overnight week camps, but they are opening up for day camps. And so there's some talk of of somehow uh, providing a day camp a ministry throughout the summer and looking at that. But you know everything changes. It changes almost every single week, and sometimes twice a week it'll mm -hmm. change. And when the when the decrees come down from on high from Halifax for for the Nova Scotia part or Charlottetown from the from the Prince Edward Island part, um, uh, I'm glued to the set and trying to figure out what they're saying, what they're not saying, and why didn't they say what I wanted them to say. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where the where the camp is at. District wise, in the churches, what's happening is a lot of churches are doing very well, actually. They're doing, they're doing very well with the virtual platform such as this. Uh, and, and, and everyone seems to be different. The, the context of ministry is a local context. And the local context is finding its place in a global and national context. Such as yourselves, you're finding people are, are tuning into your, <clears throat> to this kind of a format from all across Canada. Uh, perhaps throughout the United States and in places all around the world. Uh, different churches are finding an audience in many parts of the world that they would not find otherwise if we weren't in this, in this setting. Mm -hmm. uh, some churches are struggling. Uh, there's, there's probably 85% <clears throat> of the churches in Canada Atlantic are doing fairly well, uh, really debating as, as, as you're kind of, leading the way in the, in the debate with, with some of the decisions that you're making, um, how to continue this ministry. This is, a, this is a great outreach that you have here, and it's, and it's having uh, great effects and bearing great fruit all over the, all over the place, far beyond the, the borders of your city, far beyond that, changing lives and families for the, for the gospel. So uh, the, the church in Atlantic Canada is doing uh, relatively, relatively well. 
comparatively speaking to a lot of other organizations that are just really struggling just to survive. The Church of the Nazarene in Canada, Atlantic right now is actually thriving. So that's, uh, that's, that's, that's some pretty good news. That's encouraging. All right. Well, thank you, Pastor Mark. And the question that everyone is wondering, how long was the lineup this morning to come across and cross the border and, you know, register and uh, be screened and all that stuff? How, how'd that work for you this morning? Well, listen, I, uh, I'm a man of prayer and faith, and I was prepared to get out and walk on the water had I, you know, <laughs> had, had it become necessary. I was going to take it by faith of, of living the life of Christ. <clears throat> so I got into the car early this morning and thought it would be difficult. At the New Brunswick border was probably the worst. Um, coming across on the PEI was probably the easiest, but but the wait at, New, at the New Brunswick border was was uh, was the worst that I saw today. There was a car in front of me, and then there was me, and that was it. <laughs> wow! There was only two cars, so it it took a matter of five minutes to answer a few questions, and then they passed me on. But they warned me. They said, "You be careful over there in the in across the water, because mm-hmm. uh, it could be dangerous with COVID and all that." But, but when I got across, I was the only car crossing the bridge. I was the only car at the stop. And they said, do you have the number for the paper you filled out online? I said, I did. I gave them the number and they said, have a wonderful day. So it was great to be back on the island today. So the real question is now whether or not they'll let you off. That's well, that's right. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. The journey's only half over. But glad you made it safe this morning. Great to see you. and. Welcome, uh, welcome to Sherwood today. Pastor Dave, uh, can we pivot just for a moment? I need to make mention of something. At the very beginning of the conversation, when you introduced Pastor Mark, you mentioned that he was here today uh, about for your pastoral review. It happens every four years. Well, Pastor Frank got into chat, and uh, I just want, in case you didn't see this, he said, if things don't go well there, I will take you here. I'll be your assistant, is, is what Pastor Frank said. So just, just so you know. I guess people will know how well it goes or doesn't go if we have a podcast next week. Anyway. So was he sending that to you, Bradley? No, he's, I, well, oh, oh, is that for Pastor Frank? Was that for me or Pastor Dave? <laughs> let, let us know in chat who you're bringing. No. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Pastor Bradley, you're going to sing for us this morning. Who am I that the high? I was lost, but he brought me in, oh, his love for me, yes, his love for me, who the sun sets free, oh, is free indeed, I'm a child.
I'm a child of God Yes, I am All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's your favorite time. It's my favorite time. We're going to get into the announcements, and they are not long today. I want to thank you for watching here on Facebook, 10 a.m., and you can you can anticipate that we will be here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. on Facebook, 11.30 on YouTube, a repeated version of this. Want to make sure that you're staying connected? Well, here's what's going on. Mondays at 9.30 a.m., there is a prayer and encouragement ministry happening with Deb Christie. It is happening through Zoom, and the Zoom meeting ID for that is 902-368-8484. And then, if you didn't get to it on Monday, good news, it's coming again on Thursday, Thursday, 9.30 a.m., that same ministry with Deb Christie, prayer and encouragement, and the same meeting ID. And as always, make sure Sunday morning that you are right here with us uh, online, 10 a.m. on Facebook. want to continue to thank you so much for your faithfulness in giving of tithes and offerings, and if you would like to do that, you can e-trans for the church at office at naspei.com. You can give online through our website, www.naspei.com. And if you would like to arrange to bring debit or credit or cash to the church, we can arrange to meet you and make that available to you. We just ask that you would please call the church first to make those arrangements. The phone number is 902-368-8484. If you've been enjoying the smorp that we do every Sunday here in the podcast and you would like to make it a part of your daily routine, then you can head over to the website I've mentioned, naspei.com, and there is a link there that you can actually download the document, print it out if you like, stick it in your Bible, and daily smorp along with us. Uh, We're going to be getting into that in a few minutes, so uh, make sure that you get that document. And finally, Continue to pray with us uh, for our healthcare workers and those called upon to make difficult decisions during the days that we find ourselves in. Gentlemen, those have been your announcements. Pastor Dave, I believe you have a special announcement, though. Yes. uh, Thank you, Pastor Bradley. Just want to continue to communicate with the uh, congregation as to uh, the summer months in particular. Uh, Again, we just never know how things are going to unfold and what the long-term plan is, but we're working on trying to uh, hear from the Lord Mm. and respond appropriately in this season. And so having said that, uh, I just want to remind you that during the summer months, we are working to organize what we call Sherwood at Home gatherings on Sunday morning to watch uh, the podcast and have some time for fellowship and prayer and ministry to one another. And uh, I mentioned one of our Sherwood at Home groups uh, today at the McDonald Home. Uh, I also know there are some others, but we're going to be introducing them as the weeks go by. And if you are interested in learning more about hosting a home group uh, or participating in one, I would just uh, want to encourage you to go to our website, www.nazpei.com. And on the tab at the top, you will see the uh, survey, Sherwood Home Gathering uh, survey. If you would take a moment and fill that out, uh, we would really appreciate it. That gives us uh, uh, some help in terms mm-hmm. of making decisions and moving forward uh, in, uh, in this particular ministry. 
And so uh, that that is front and center for us and a very high priority and working diligently to build that capacity in people's homes. Also, we are uh, continuing our long-range vision for online ministry. Uh, It will not be long now when you will begin to see some of Sunday morning uh, from actually from the church sanctuary, and we'll be broadcasting. Our worship team will be uh, uh, coming on on stream very shortly in terms of leading us uh, during our Sunday morning team. I do want to just say uh, today that as we vision long-term on this, there's specific equipment, and uh, it's not a huge cost, but a significant cost. And I'm asking you to consider prayerfully making a financial investment to help build our online capacity. And so as you are listening to the Lord and responding, if you just reach out to me, send me a note, uh, maybe you have more questions about that and how you can help. That would be greatly appreciated. We want to pay as we go and not incur any debt. Uh, but uh, the timing on this will be coming shortly, and we want to make uh, those uh, beside, behind-the-scene changes so that we can continue the ministry in a very positive way. Uh, I do get questions uh, and have been now for some time about uh, reopening, quote-unquote, the church. Uh, As I have indicated that the church board uh, has uh, decided that we will stay primarily online uh, for the summer months, uh, because that's really the time frame in which we're working on. Uh, However, starting next Sunday, July the 12th, there will be a home gathering here at the church in the building in the fellowship hall. And that will be from 9.30 to 11.30 in the morning. And the heart of this will be sharing and watching together the morning podcast. There will be pastoral leadership uh, or someone who will coordinate and facilitate that uh, gathering. However, you uh, do need to register in order to attend. And now online this morning on our webpage, you can sign up if you would like to come and join us uh, here at the church building. We can accommodate, as of right now, approximately 20 people, including children. And so uh, because of the limitation on space, the social distancing, all of the uh, rules and regulations that are in place, in order to follow that protocol, we need to do due diligence. On our side, you would have to sign in, sanitize, And the good news is that when it's all over, you will get to help clean up as well. That's the good news. Yay! So there will be responsibility on your part as well as ours to make this work. So you you can register for this. It is online so that we know you would be coming. And, you know, you may have questions about what we can and can't do. You can go to the government webpage and type in worship guidelines and all of that will be listed. So I would encourage you to do that so you have an appreciation and understanding of the things that we are dealing with and want to make it uh, appropriate for all, safe for all, and be responsible as good citizens in our community. 
So those are those are some of the things that are emerging right now, and we'll keep you posted as time goes by. Pastor, before we transition, uh, I've dropped the links to the forms in the chat for those that would like to do that. You can find them there. Also, in the description for the episode today, uh, you'll find the links to our website and to each of the, the forms that have been mentioned. Once the once Specifically, once the fellowship hall is filled up, you'll find that that link is no longer available because once it's filled up, there's no point in anyone else signing up. So you, you can make it disappear. Just like that. Oh, and wow. we, we will. That's, oh, we that's, will. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's so something. first come, first serve. Yep. All right. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, I want to encourage you where you are. Obviously, you are in your home today to grab your Bible, your pen, your journal, refill your coffee, and want to engage in God's Word this morning and do our Sunday uh, a smorp, and we're going to be looking this morning at the book of Acts, chapter 11, and the first uh, 18 verses of Acts, chapter 11. So turn in your Bibles, uh, take some time to reflect and listen to what the Lord has to say to us uh, this morning. So, Pastor Mark, would you read uh, for us today as we get started? Uh, we are using the New International Version of the Bible. Sure, that would be great. <clears throat> Acts chapter 11, and beginning to read here at verse 1, says this. The apostles and the believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So <clears throat> when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him and said, you went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. So starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, <clears throat> and it came to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds. Then I heard a voice telling me, get up, Peter, eat, and kill and eat. I replied, surely not, Lord. Nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. <clears throat> this happened three times, and then it was all pulled up into heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. <clears throat> the Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He told us, how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had said, as he had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said, John baptized with water, <clears throat> but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So 
if God gave them the same gift he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? Hmm. When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God saying, so then, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God this morning. What an incredible passage of scripture this is. As we seek to listen to the Lord's heart and what he wants to say to us this morning, uh, we want to begin with uh, scripture, of course, and we read Acts chapter 11. But what are, what are some of the words or the phrases in the passage that, that stand out to you? What are some things that, that really kind of got your attention in, in reading and listening today? And so, uh, you know, as I have been reflecting on this, uh, some of the, uh, the couple little phrases, uh, and one is in verse 10, where Peter says, uh, this happened three times. My first thought was this biblical evidence for a three-point sermon. <laughs> but maybe that's for another day. Uh, but particularly verse 7, God gave them, that is the Holy Spirit, the same gift he gave us. And the other little phrase uh, in verse 18, God has granted repentance that leads to eternal life. And so those are those are just a couple of the little phrases that, that grab my attention. I, I circled them and and made note of them uh, today, uh, gentlemen. What are what are some words or phrases here that that uh, have grabbed your heart even this morning? Uh, for me, it was verse nine: um, "Do not call anything impure that God has made clean." And then it kind of tied together for me with uh, down in in verse seventeen: um, "Who was I to think that I could stand in God's way?" And I'll, I'll save my thoughts for the message part. I'll, I'll, then I'll pontificate. Okay. Pastor Mark. Well, you know, this, this is a, I've been reading through Acts and, uh, and this particular one, this is a, this is a, this is a game changer. What's happening here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we read it and we, you know, and I remember in Sunday school, you see the picture of the sheet coming down and all that. And we wouldn't think too much of it, but this, this is an unheard of, unprecedented event that a Jewish man, that God, God gave the same vision to him three times in one night, not just once, but three times in one night, um, that he needs to break out of the mold of them just being in Jerusalem. It just being for the Jews, it just being for them, and, uh, and, and begin to spread this to the, to the whole far reaches of the world. This is an unprecedented, we, we can't, I don't think we've ever grasped how big a deal this is. Hmm. This is this is like COVID all over again. Hmm. This is like COVID in the sense that we're out of the church building and the church now is the church. The body of Christ is active and alive and meeting in people's homes. I mean, this is, hmm. this is, this is huge what's happening here in, in Acts as I as I read through this, and especially in in the in the chapter just previous to this, but this kind of sums it up nicely, I, I think, really. And then then the words three, you know, this happened three times. And then there were three men. 
And then it puts me in mind of the end of the Gospel of John, where Jesus said to Peter three times, feed my sheep. And now he's going to feed the sheep, the Gentile sheep. Uh, there's there's a lot to this. This is a, this is a big chapter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I can see the uh, the life just flowing out of you, Pastor, this morning as uh, as you share. And we're not, uh, we're just getting started here. Mm. So what does this passage tell me about the nature and the work of God? Because at the end of the day, this is a work of God. This is not of man's doing. This is of God's intention and purpose and design. And so what does it tell me about God? Well, as I, you know, again, it's a rich passage here, but it tells me that God's redemptive vision is not for a few, but for the many and, in fact, all people. Uh, God is looking to include, not exclude uh, he is not. Uh, he is not subject to our defining boundaries and separations. He uh, he is much greater than that. So um, the the work of the Spirit, the gift of repentance, is is for all, not just a few. Hmm. And uh, the other thing that that certainly um, stands out to me in terms of of God's work in nature. He's a God who speaks not once, but three times, you know, and part of it is how many times do I have to tell you? Mm. Uh, so God, God is a God of revelation and a God who speaks and communicates. So those are some of the things that, that uh, stand out to me here. And gentlemen, is, is there anything you see here uh, as well in terms of God's work and his nature? Yeah, I think when I looked at verse 17 about standing in God's way, well, God's way means that God is active and has a plan. There is a preferred destination that he's trying to take people through and to. And and so what I see, there's a whole lot that we could go through, but I want to keep my comments short. I see a God that is active and directing. Okay. No, I, I see here that... Uh, God is pressing. Mm. He's pressing on Peter. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's not just, well, Peter, if you feel like it, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's he he he's a he's a God who first of all doesn't need us, but presses his need onto us. You know, come and be a part of this. Mm. I'm showing you something. This is life-changing. This is huge. And and so he, he's a God who who presses his desires, his hopes, his plans onto his church, you know, and then the church, there's a, there's a, there's an action that has to follow this. Yep. Okay. Are there, are there any online comments, Pastor Bradley, to share at this point? Um, no, we've only had a few comments coming in and, and, you know, George, the, quoting the scripture for her, Georgina Vardy, she said, the spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. That was significant to her, um, okay. to Dawn, McLeod, uh, verse 9, what God has cleansed, you must call common. Uh, she's getting it from a different translation, but mm-hmm. uh, same thing. Okay. Yep. All right. So as part of the whole process here, what's the message? What What is God saying to me this morning? Uh, is there a word of correction, a word of guidance, a word of encouragement, wisdom? Is there a promise here that the Lord wants to impress on my heart today? And 
And as I wrote this down this morning, the uh, little phrase, the Lord is saying to me, David, listen when I speak. Hmm. I, I really hear that. And, and the application out of that for me today is to allow God to reshape my, uh, my theology, so to speak, my preconceptions of who he is and how he works and what he should do, uh, and really, really open my heart to, uh, to let him make the adjustments in my life. And so that, that's what I, I'm hearing uh, today. Uh, David, you know, listen when I'm speaking to you, and don't, don't uh, block that, but open your heart to me in new ways. Hmm. So, gentlemen... What else? What's the message for you here this morning? Similar to kind of what you were saying and what, Pastor Mark, what you said about God pressing on Peter is the message that I'm sensing right now, what I feel God revealing to me or telling me is this idea that, you know, for Peter, he he came to this with a preconceived notion of right and wrong, what what he was supposed to do, what he was supposed to, you know, with the, with the whole don't call anything impure that God has made clean. Right, Peter refused what God was providing because that's not what he was, you know, I can't have that. That's not for me. But God says, no, this is, you know, take it, kill it, eat it. And then and then later, um, it, later when he heard this, no, where was it? I lost my verse. Um, so if God gave them the same gift that he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think I could stand in God's way? So I'm taking all of that in, in my mind right now and going, okay. God's calling Peter to something that that he's never done before. It's a, a a way he's never traveled before, and and Peter, fully loving God and wanting to follow, could potentially be getting in God's way of what God wants to do. There there is an opportunity for Peter to follow God, or to get in God's way of what he wants to do. And I'm internalizing that for me right now because we're in different days where we're doing things we've never done before. What the church looks like now is not what it looked like three, four months ago. And God is still moving and is calling us to places that maybe we have not gone before. And me and my love of God, is it my love of God or my love of tradition or love of what used to be that could get in the way of what God wants to do? If I so desperately want to hold on to the past of what was and try to reshape it and remake it, but you know, if I can't give that up and follow where he's taking me, even if it's ways I've not been before, I could get in his way. And I'll tell you this, I do not want to stand in the way of God. I want to walk in the way of God. Wow. Well said. Pastor Mark. Yeah. <clears throat> well, something along the same lines of what you both have shared, except I, uh, it's interesting because we're looking at it from our context. 100%. Right? Context of our person and our lives. And of course, my, my context was um, Peter was, a, was obedient to God and got criticized for it. Sure. Now, who, the people who criticized him were significant. Uh, they were, they were, it says they, the circumcised believers criticized him in, in chapter, in verse two there. And what that means is these were the other apostles. These were the, these were the founders of the church. This was the church board for heaven's sakes. Hmm. This was the general superintendents and all the stuff that goes on. Um, and, and, and so they came up, they said, this is not what we do. 
Who do you think you are? You can imagine all the words that were <laughs> that passed back and forth in this general board meeting of the very first church of Jerusalem. And they they were these people were upset with uh, with Peter. And so Peter then here's the interesting thing. Peter only witnessed of his personal testimony. He said, this is what God said. He said it three times to me. This is what I did. And then he said, this is how God acted. The Holy Spirit came. And uh, then he comes down to this last piece. You know, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? You know, really, God is doing something. Mm. And in, and uh, you, you either get in and go with God in the way or you get out of the way. There's, mm. there's no other choice. You can't stop what God's going to do. That's right. It's not possible. So either get on board or get out of the boat or maybe get out of the boat and get on board. Hmm. Okay. So the next part of this, of course, is obedience. What is my response to what God is saying? We, we can hear great sermons, three-point sermons all day and say how wonderful that is and great teaching and all kinds of things. But how does all of that impact my life and my response to him? And what's the step of obedience that I need to take going forward in listening to what the Lord is saying here this morning? And, and as I uh, reflected on this, I, I, I jotted this down. Uh, the call for me is to put aside some of my preconceptions of how God operates and the things that are just familiar to me because I've experienced them. Mm -hmm. I need to, I need to put aside some of those things in order to embrace what God is doing and saying in this particular season of life. And that's, that's a decision. That's a, that's a choice that I have to make because I can, I can easily just run on a life experience and um, this is how God worked in the past. And this is what he said and, and kind of just leave it there. But, but I really am sensing the Lord calling me to, to uh, put my preconceptions on hold <laughs> until there's greater revelation going forward. So that's, uh, that's, that's where I'm at this morning. What gentlemen uh, is maybe a step of obedience for you today? You summed up where I was feeling quite well. I, mm. I need to, let go of my preconceived notions and get on board with what God is doing. The Holy Spirit will reveal to us. And when he does, don't hesitate. Follow the Spirit. Okay. Yeah, I, I, would, uh, <clears throat> I would agree with you both. My, the thing that I think of in, this, in the what, one step of obedience is to um, be obedient in prayer, mm. to listen, not to talk so much. Um, if Peter wasn't listening, you know, he could have been praying for all the world. Yeah. But what the action here was that he there, there, there's a there's a call to to be obediently listening to God in prayer, you know, uh, and um, and then acting on that. But there's a cost to this obedience because no. What if no one else believes you? Mm. Yeah, then what? So. Okay. Yeah. The next part of SMORP is repentance. Is there a confession here to 
acknowledge that my life needs to come into realignment with God's ways? Uh, is there something I need to change my perspective on? Is there something that I God wants to reorient, reorient or renew in my life? And, you know, as I, as I go here today, I, I confess that I can hang on to the familiar and safe traditions of the past. And in so doing, not necessarily deliberately, but even unintentionally, uh, resist the Holy Spirit and, and block him out. And so that's, uh, that's something that um, is a continual work in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I realize how, how susceptible I am to that and acknowledge that this morning and ask God to take me beyond those things to his, his heart in this day. Uh, anything else, gentlemen, you sense God is reorienting your life and turning your life uh, around and focused today. I just, uh, you know, it's not a specific thing as much as it is, Lord, forgive me for when I have quenched the spirit and, and I don't, I don't think I've ever intentionally stood in his way, but you know, I think about how sin separates us and how his plan, sin has, sin gets in the way of his plan for my life. And when I, when I've sinned, I'm hindering his plan. So I would, you know, I would, Lord, keep my mind fixed on you and letting the Holy Spirit just fan into flame what you have and let me not quench it. And Lord, forgive me for when I have. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I tell you, um, Pastor Dave, the, uh, the repentance component of this is significant in that I, I believe the Lord, if we listen, tells us like he told Peter, he said, you go with them. So there was an action involved in that obedience. Hmm. Now, what if Peter hadn't have gone? <laughs> right. That, 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 that wouldn't have made it into the story. The story wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. It would have been someone else. And, and I think to myself, I, I, I remember hearing the testimony of somebody who the Lord said to them, go buy a ticket for an airplane uh, this was in Toronto, <clears throat> out of Toronto to such and such a place in the name of this person. And this person didn't know them, right? Who does this, right? And so so she thought about it, thought about it, debated it, argued with God, God, but she just felt such a strong sense of this. And so she did. And then, then she said, okay, Lord, here I am at Toronto Airport, Pearson, waiting for someone I don't know, don't know what they look like. They don't know who I look like. <laughs> And, uh, and lo and behold, somebody walked right up to them and said, this is, I got a strange question, but the Lord told me I should talk to you. And she, they, all the gal did, she was dumbstruck. She just, she said, this is for you. And she walked away, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, but I wonder how often the Lord speaks to us and says, you go do this, you mm -hmm. go do that. And we say, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so how, how do you know when it's real? Mm. There's the question. How do you know when it's real? How do you know when it's really God's voice? Mm -hmm. You know, in this whole thing of repentance, I'm going to say there's a lot of things we have to repent for 
Mm. You know, as a church, as a corporate body of faith, that God talks to us and he says, you go speak to someone. And we don't Mm. because we're embarrassed. They're not going to know what I'm talking about. Right. There's there's a lot to repent here in this. This is this is a big passage of scripture. Yes, it is. And uh, if as you're working your way through this at home this morning, um, just just ask the Lord where he wants to turn your heart towards him in new ways. The last part of SMARP is prayer. And uh, it begins with being thankful, filled with gratitude. There, there are so many prayer requests um, that mm. we have. There are needs that are ongoing. But let's, for this morning, focus on gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful this morning that God is still working on me and that the Holy Spirit is the same Holy Spirit that was given on the day of Pentecost. And what the early Christians experienced uh, is available to me today. And I'm thankful for that. And I am thankful that God continues to speak and lead and move and work in my heart. Anything quick, real gentlemen? Uh, Sum that up well for me, Pastor. Thank you. I, can I just add one last thing? I, I'm really thankful that God is the God of the way. Mm. There's a way through. Amen. Nothing catches him by surprise. And as we stay close, filled with the Holy Spirit, just walk with him through the way. Praise the Lord. Pastor Rianne's going to sing for us this morning, Be Thou My Vision. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, say that thou art thou my best thought by day or by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. 
thank you for spending time with us this morning. For those who are in close relationship with Christ today, keep walking forward in faith and obedience. Perhaps this morning you are searching for spiritual truth and understanding. Keep searching, keep seeking. Christ is closer than you know. For those who are fearful today, perhaps filled with anxiety, I offer the peace of Christ to you. His promise is that he will never leave you or forsake you. And perhaps today you have become distant in your walk with the Lord. I want to invite you this morning to come home. He's waiting for you with open arms. And perhaps you're watching today and you do not know Christ as your personal Savior. I want you to know that he knows your name. There's no better time than right now to open your heart to him and invite him to be your Lord and Savior. The good news is that when you call on him, he will answer. We invite you to reach out to us uh, here at the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene and connect with us. Uh, There are several ways you can do it. We'd love to pray with you and to encourage you and pray that God today would bless you and those you love. And the benediction this morning from Numbers chapter 6. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Pastor Bradley, will you help us to exit gracefully as you always do? I'll do my best. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, spending the last hour with us. It's been a pleasure to do this with you. And for those that have been watching from home, uh, thank you so much for spending this time with us. We've really enjoyed this. Don't forget that you'll find us here next Sunday, 10 a.m., Facebook Live. You can find us right here. Make sure you like our Facebook page, again, so that you get notified when we go live. And this will be repeated at 11.30 on YouTube, and you can watch it there again. If you really just want to watch us again, it'll be there. And make sure that you send some people that way. Also want to make mention that the forms that we've referenced, the uh, the Sherwood at home gathering form, we would love for you to, uh, to go through that survey and fill that out. So if you could make a point to do that at the end of this episode, that would be great. The link is in the description and in the comments and on our website, naspei.com, as well as the sign up for the fellowship hall gathering. So if you want to get in on the fellowship hall gathering, please make sure that you go and sign up for that right away, available on our website in the description of this video and in the chat, you can find it there. Gentlemen, I think that's all that I have. And as we love to say here uh, on the podcast, until next time, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy. (laughs) 